he's got tons of oak trees, and he's uh, he was really glad to hear about the idea of shooting down the mistletoe because he's he's worried about his trees. Worried about it? Well, if, you know, if it's been there for a long time and the trees are are aging, I guess they could be at risk. Oh yeah, well yeah. It, it, most of the trees here where where I live on my property. They're, they're probably in excess of 100 years old. I got some. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. got a few small ones, but most of them are a really good size. Uh-huh. Well, he's, he, <laughs> he shot the mistletoe out, but also blew off the top of the tree. <laughs> this is not helping. <laughs> That's a sturdy oak. <laughs> well, that is really cool. Well, thank you for going to so much trouble, Ralph. I'm serious. Thank you for doing that, because I don't recall ever having seen anything but artificial mistletoe. I don't think I've ever seen the real stuff. Yeah, you know, maybe that's what I've seen, and I expected it to look a little different, but this stuff is really gnarly looking. Hmm. Well. Yeah. It's the wrong time of the year. I have to go do some homework. I don't know. I'll, I'll try and find out on this end. I'll look it up. Well, let me see. If you just keep talking for a minute, let me see what I can cough up with Google. Google is getting a workout tonight. Did you take the boat out last Sunday, Ralph? Nah, the weather never really came around, Walden. I, I, I was, uh, it's all set to go, but just a little too cool. Uh-huh. I don't want Tony to catch a cold. Okay. Okay. So when you so when you think well, you're gonna try probably in a week or so, what do you, you think the weather forecast looks like? Yeah, it, it's been it's been sunny and nice all week, but it just hasn't been warm enough to get out on that lake because it, it's a cold cold water lake, and uh, I'm sure we'd be cold out there. You get the wind like they do up in San Francisco. Does it cover new? Did you get that kind of wind up mm, where you at? I wouldn't put it in that category. I, I used to work at the San Francisco airport, and uh -huh. I, I thought the the wind was very strong over there. Yeah. And the fog. Yeah. Funny. Well, Sometimes we'd... we'd be out working on an airplane, and uh, the hangar would just disappear into a fog bank. <laughs> well, I'm looking at all sorts of different information here. Doesn't say what time of the year. Um, the name I put in harvesting mistletoe, <laughs> and the name of the article on the top line. The first one they came back: harvesting mistletoe colon gunfire gets the job done. <laughs> this is this cool? It was uh, a December twenty first, two thousand one article. Uh, let's see. All right, the, the traditional southern method for harvesting mistletoe. <laughs> In, all right, mistletoe money. Okay, cold cash. Let's see. Last December, so they've they've been they take it down in December. This person said last December I earned five hundred and twenty-five dollars in just twelve days selling mistletoe here in Eugene. But I don't know which Eugene, Oregon. Oh, probably Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. I was right. In wild parts, of course, we'll need to make sure the ball-like clusters. Um. The article was written again in December, so I guess early December is the uh, is the time to. Um, it sounds right because it it just looked a little withered at this time of year. Yeah. Unless we we don't have a, a gorgeous uh, looking mistletoe like I've seen, you know, some of it's beautiful. Important. The leaves of mistletoe are poisonous. 
<laughs> yes, they are. Okay, well, I know that now. I couldn't I couldn't let my dog retrieve it for me. I had to go get it myself. Yes. Oh, yes. I had a whole bunch of the traditions of mistletoe. There was one, uh, you know, the mistletoe, you hang mistletoe in the doorway, and whoever walks under it can get a kiss. But there was one custom that said, you get to kiss the girl until you finish picking the berries off the mistletoe that's hanging overhead. Mm-hmm. Now, that sounds good. I'm not too bright, but it seems to me that you could be an awful slow picker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it leaves an awful lot in the in, the, in your hands there, actually. Uh, well, and get an awful long kiss if you're just a little too slow getting the berries off the mistletoe says, okay, this is a garden site. While mistletoe is a parasite, it can live as a plant in soil. How about that? Harvesting mistletoe can be simple or problematic. If you're lucky enough to find it on a low-growing shrub, you can easily pick it off. But most mistletoe is high up in trees. We know that. For sprigs out of reach of a ladder, people resort to shooting it down. Along the way, many intended targets get shot up, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh well uh, well that's that's my story for tonight it looks like it's an, an a December harvest an actual holiday harvest yeah that uh, really makes sense to me I, I, I have a feeling that at a different time it would have looked a little different yeah it's getting ready for spring okay now let's see this is in Tennessee Oh, see, now this is this is December in Tennessee, and whoever is up on the ladder has leaves with a lot of white berries. So it's a, a, a winter, you know, like November, December sprouting type thing. But we just said it a little too late. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's, it's interesting, though, because one of the articles said it grows in the southeast and maybe as far west as Texas, but you're a lot farther west than Texas. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of it around here. A little bit. I'm bad in geography, but even I know that. Yeah, well, you're, uh, you're, uh, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, just, I am just so delighted that you went to so much trouble for me to get me some mistletoe so I know what the stuff actually looks like and smells like. But maybe next year. Yeah, well, I, I could send you some of this stuff. Maybe, maybe you'd like it. I don't know. Well, never having seen it, I would love it. I have nothing to compare it to. Well, I'll send you some then. I, I, I was going to hold off, but I'll send it to you. Okay. Well, you know, wash your hands well after you finish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, do you want a question? I don't know what I sent to you last week. I did send something. I, I sent you an email that they had arrived. Oh, yeah. Was it the Green Hornet? Yeah, the Green Hornet, and, uh, oh, I like your new packaging. Oh, thank you. You know, I found them on sale. The cardboard mailers for CDs, I found them on sale, and they were actually even less expensive than the paper thingies. Really? Yeah, and less expensive than the envelopes, and I thought, well, I'll try it, and I'm so sorry I didn't buy more. Yeah, they're, they're neat. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, they were really on sale. It was one of those come-on deals where the site, and I've ordered from these people before, so I know it was a legitimate site, but they... they as with stores, they give you a come on sale item, and that means they want you to come on in, you know? <laughs> yeah, and the labels that you put on the CDs. Classy? 
Yeah, it's really sharp. Ah, thank you. Did you come up with that yourself, or is that... That all by my little self. You smart. Oh, thank you. That's one. I'll send you two shows this time. You want a question? Sure. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, we're going to let's see what we got here for you. Um, do you like Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. What was his brother's name? Uh, oh, I know it. I know you know it. Yeah. I know it. Something, oh, God. Oh. Sigerson? No. Hmm? No. No? Some reason Sigerson comes to my mind. Oh, I don't recognize that name from anything I've listened to. Well, Sigerson... Maybe I Sigerson got wrong again. Did I tell you about the time I was wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, you never did. Yeah, I, I was... I, you never I was, did? Yeah, I was wrong because I thought I'd made a mistake. Mm -hmm. You never did. No. But you didn't. Okay. <laughs> That's good, Ralph. You get two points for that. Okay. Sherlock Holmes' brother is? Warcroft. Oh, very good. Oh, there you go. Very good. Came up. It came up. Yeah. <laughs> now, before you called tonight, you had an assignment from last week that said, next time you pick up the phone, you have to know what you'd like me to send you. And you didn't do it, did you? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, something was in my mind this afternoon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but it's, 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 it has fled. <laughs> <laughs> it has flood? Flood. It has flooded. <laughs> uh, oh, God. You worked my brain too hard, Patricia. Oh, gee, and I worked your shoulder, too, with the shotgun. Wow. That's easy. <laughs> shotgun was easy? Oh, crikey, I went shooting skeet one time. Oh, yes. Oh, heaven help me. You know, I mean, I, I missed everything because... So every day after work. Really? Yeah, I was shooting like it was a rifle as opposed to tracking and shooting ahead of it. So I was dismal, but boy, my shoulder... A rifle? I, well, I was shooting it as if I had a rifle instead of a shotgun. So I was whoa, shooting whoa, whoa, whoa. directly instead of tracking it and moving ahead, you know, shooting ahead of it. <laughs> so I missed every one of them, <laughs> If I had had a yeah, rifle, I used, to get, I used to get 25s. That's that's a that's a perfect score. My, 25 shots, 25 hits. You can do 25 hits? Oh, I, I'm sure I couldn't do it now. I'm I'm really out of practice, but I used to get 25 hits. Wow. Often, not every day. I'm impressed. I would have been happy with one. Really, I was I was good with you know target shooting, but not skeet. Wow, I'm impressed. Well, I don't know, but uh, I had never done much shotgun shooting, and I went to the uh, the trap range with a couple of fellows from work. <laughs> my God, I fell in love with it. I I, I had a, my own reloading set up and. Uh, my wife and I used to stand out in the garage and load shotgun shells. No kidding. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I really, it's like golf, you know, it gets in your blood. Uh-huh. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> now it's fishing. Well, you know, I, I got a sign on the door that uh, says a fisherman lives here with the catch of his life. Oh, that's so, <laughs> what a great sign. Oh, You're forgiven for the nickname with that. Some uh, little, uh, little waitress up at the local restaurant gave it to me. Oh, how sweet. Yeah, nice, nice, nice people out there. Nice people. Good. All right, did you think of your show yet? Oh, God. I, I got off on a tangent again. Uh, well, that's okay. Sometimes going off on a tangent helps um, bring the right thing forward. Could I have a rain check on the homework until next week? Well, yes, you can. <laughs> you can. Um, and you might be able to send an email and let me know what you would prefer. That'll work. That'll work. Something will pop into my head. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Especially if you had thought of something this afternoon. I did, by the yeah, way. Well, I can't think of it now. Uh, well. A couple of new shows. Let me see what I got. Um, hold on. I got stuff all over the place here. Stuff. All right. What have we got that's new? We've got um, probably nothing that would interest you, but I've got some new Boris Karloff, which is kind of neat. Um, Rumple of the Old Bailey, which is a British yeah. show about a lawyer. Yeah, English. Uh... Uh-huh. Barrister or lawyer. That's right, and I got so I got some rumple, and I found some Lux Radio Theater from South Africa from the 1970s because Lux Soap is still available there. Now, I didn't listen to them in, you know, I, I listened a little bit and I got the, a flavor for the shows, but I don't know how they compare to the American yeah. theaters. Well, you know, uh, I would go with rumple. You like rumple? Oh, I did, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, well, I can do that. It's so nice. Oh, gosh, you know what Rumpole is. Okay. They had a TV show uh, on the British network. Yes, they did on um, that, yeah. On PBS. Right, exactly. And that was a long time ago. Um, I have a couple of more. Uh, my computer, not my computer, my browser pooped out because I was asking it to do too many things. So I have some more to download, and then I will put them together on a CD. I've been listening to them this week, and I just love it. I just love it. It's so well done. It's a British presentation or a British production. So it, it should be fun. I think you'll enjoy that. Uh, absolutely. You're very kind. I appreciate it. My pleasure. My gosh. For anybody who would shoot something out of a tree for me, good grief. <laughs> You know, I, I don't mind shooting things, but I don't I, I don't go hunting. Yeah. I don't kill no critters. <laughs> well, if you have if you have some mistletoe that doesn't have birdshot through it, that would be great. Yeah. Well, one or two of them may have a hole in them. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay because then I'll get the full scent of it. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll get it out. Oh, that'll be fun. Thank you. All righty. Okay. We'll talk to you later. Okay, you both be good now. Oh, we'll try, Ralph. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> there we go. Somebody can shoot stuff down from the sky. That was funny. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was really funny. Right up with the squirrel. 714. <laughs> the squirrel. 
Yes, which brings me. Uh, oh, and I forgot to say our magic word tonight is food. Yeah, Hello, caller. You're on the air with Patricia. Hello, this is Charles. Um, my CDs are lost in the mail from they New are. Jersey. Charles, my CDs are lost from in the mail from New Jersey. <laughs> Hi, Charles. I did up an envelope for you. It's got stamps on it. It's waiting to go out the door with me tomorrow. No problem. It's done. This poor man, everybody in the world has gotten CDs from me, and this poor man mm -hmm. has been so patient. Every single one of your CDs is missing in action. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah, somewhere. At least we know where they are, Charles, they're in Florida still. No! Oh, that's, well, I, as I told oh. Patricia, you know, I, well, maybe it's the snowstorms we've been getting here. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, I'm trying to think positive, but knowing, you know, this post office here is slow sometimes, and my mailman is, he's an idiot, in my opinion. <laughs> I always said he probably takes him home and, you know, listens to stuff and then delivers it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice. You'll, you'd be spreading the hobby. Oh, yeah, he, he always delivers the bills, you know, the magic. <laughs> They're never on time, and the, you know the um, I, well. For example, too, the DVDs by mail, I get them. Uh huh. You know, and then sometimes, you know, they'll take an extra day or two. And it's like, what the heck? Because I'm, a, as I said in the email, Patricia, I'm a person. You know, I like to know when things are shipped. I like to know when, you know, that they're yeah. coming. You know, so I have an idea. Even the same with UPS. You know, it's like, okay, so I can track it, so I know when it's coming. And yeah. Yeah, I know you, you asked if I could use a tracking number. Honestly, Charles, it's... Oh, I know, yeah. You know, it, it, it would really cost a fortune. It, it costs almost as much to get a tracking number as it does to mail some of these things. I believe it, and I try. I'm sure the, the others appreciate what you do, yes. It's just, I don't know. Probably, you know, all this, you'll, you'll probably send, a, send them out again, and they'll probably come Monday. But that's okay. That's okay. Then you'll have extras, and if there's somebody else who you think might be interested in old-time radio, you can share that. Spread the, and, spread the word. And spread the word. Or as I said to Patricia, Patricia Tewald, then I could just save him and send him the bill for the auction. There you go. Yes. That'd be good. We like that. We like so that. I should send them to Bill. If I'm going to do that, I'll send him to Bill in February, so he gets him by November. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Okay, how much snow did you get? between last week and this week? Oh, the, well, <laughs> that's, well, the other storm, the other night, see, today's uh, Sunday, yes, yeah, Sunday, so we got Wednesday night, I think. Well, they said we're only going to get three to six inches because I called in the building the other night and told him, him and Mike about it, and, and it's, it, okay, so I, I after their show went off at midnight, I looked out the window, it was blowing and, you know, coming down lightly, but, you know, I said, oh, that's okay, who, uh, well, so morning I got up, I look out the window, and it's like, because I live next to a parking lot, so they plow it towards my window in a way because there's nowhere okay. else to put it. It's almost up to the window. So I looked on the news, and they said, you know, snowfall totals around my area, 13 inches. Okay, so they, in, when they said three to six inches, they forgot to say three to six inches at a time. Yeah, something happened overnight. I don't know what the heck happened. Snowflakes had babies on the way down. God. <laughs> That's a lot. And you've just gotten so much this year. And we're going we're to get tomorrow's supposed to be upper 30s uh -huh. as highs, upper 20s Monday, snow showers, I think they said Monday night, and the next storm 
they're calling it they're calling it now the Groundhog Storm because Tuesday's Groundhog Day. We're going to get a mess Tuesday and Wednesday. They don't know yet how much. <laughs> wow! How did the supermarkets keep? Well, <laughs> I'm. It's just. Oh my gosh! I, I just. I feel like such a wimp when I complain about my cold weather here. Because all of you up there are just dealing with so much garbage. Oh, it's awful this year. It's just awful. As I said to Bill the other night, I said, in a way, I don't care because, uh, well, normally I, you know, I'm fighting to get my job back, and that's looking good. And I, I work outside all day and that, for eight hours. So in a way, as of now, I'm not, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go out in that. Oh, no, so I'm not, you know, I go out, yes, but I'm not, you know, work, walking all day out in it. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah. Neither is, neither is your postman. Yeah, that's why he's not, probably not delivering my stuff. Yeah. He's not out there walking in it either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the, they're, they're working at it. I don't know. I give them a lot of credit, too. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I, I just... Because, you know, because the snow is it's like it's piled so high. Mm-hmm. And on every corner of the streets, you know, there's it's so high... People, you can't even see the people walking. Cars got to come out halfway, you know, to see what the heck's coming. Yeah. It's like, jeez, God. <laughs> wow. That, that, that's, it's just too much. Winter is nice. The first snowfall is wonderful when it starts. When This is a time of the year when I lived up north that was very depressing for me. The end of January and February was just awful. It was like just in the middle of the doldrums. You weren't in winter. You weren't in spring. You were just kind of hanging with these gray skies. It was really very depressing for me. That's what I can feel sometimes. You know, it's like you, you look at it, it's the same. It's the cold weather. And you, then you're inside. Well, you know, I keep busy in that, but it's still like, oh, God, you look outside, it's like cloudy skies. and ugh. It gets old because spring isn't here yet. Well, one day, a couple, two, about two weeks ago, it got up, it, Tuesday and Wednesday, it got up to about 40 degrees here. And it was like, ah. That's beach weather for you. Oh, God, I went outside. It was like the sun was blaring down. Some Most of the snow from the storm before, uh-huh. before that was like melting. It was like, oh, God, it was heaven. <laughs> uh, well, then please make Charles feel better and tell him how many days until spring. Okay, we'll figure this out today. Do, well, are we counting this as the 30th? So we got 2 and 30. And hey, we're, we're only 51 more days to go. Oh, that's a lot. I thought it was less than that. Or, or 49 more days when the, slotto, when the swallow come back to Capistrano. 21 and 28. Oh, it's more than that, Walden, because we've got 28 in February, 31 in March, and, and no, um, spring 21 in April. But spring doesn't come until the 21st of March. April? March. March 21. March? March 21. So so it's only 51 days. Yeah, only seven weeks away. Well, being a sports fan, I see on the news they're counting, you know, around up on this area. They say, well, pitchers and catchers report report to Florida in, I think, 20 days. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's okay. It's got to be close. (laughs) We have two teams uh, in in Fort Myers, and I, I am guilty. I haven't followed this. I know that the... Uh, Boston Red Sox were fussing about a new stadium, and I don't know if they got it or if they're still coming or what, but we had the Minnesota Twins and the Boston Red Sox would be here in the springtime mm, yes. for spring training. And that was, 
<laughs> and we know Patricia attends every game. Oh, yes. Yeah. She goes to every game, right? <laughs> Ask Patricia when they play. She'll be, go she'll be going this year with her mistletoe. That's right. Yeah, right, with my mistletoe. Oh, my goodness. S, those are S words. When I say that's an S word, it's like baseball or football. Those are S words. We don't talk S words. <laughs> You're laughing at me. Are you laughing at me? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Do you want a question tonight? Okay. Because then I'll, I'll just go open your envelope and put a new one in if you answer a question for me. You're better off to fly down and pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I could, you're right, I could have gotten a bicycle and uh, gotten them to you faster. Okay, let's see. What are your favorite shows, by the way? I like almost about everything. Almost about everything. Okay. First of all, the question you'll ask, I won't know. All right. Who was Harriet Hilliard? Oh, that's an easy one. Well, I keep telling you, it's only easy if you know the answer. She was, uh, let's see, she was married to Ozzie Nelson. Very good. And she was also on Red Skelton. Right. You are good, yes. Nobody knows that one except you and Walden. Well, I do listen to Walden sometimes. <laughs> he'll, he'll fill us in on that. Okay, so what's in my collection that you think you might like? I heard last week I think you mentioned something about Blondie. Uh-huh. Blondie! Have some Blondies. I'll take that. Okay. I don't have an awful lot. I'll see if I can find some extra ones out there. Let me see how many I have here. How long is each CD then? Blondie. Well, um, it depends on how many shows I have. As long as I can, um, you know, I, I fill them with as many shows as I can yeah. fit on a CD, and the number of shows that fits depends on the size of the show. Some of them are 15 megabytes, and some of them are five. So. All right, I've only got, I've got, oh, I have 30 shows. I have 30 Blondie shows. That's pretty good. That's, that's good, yeah. Yeah, I thought I had fewer than that. So, Blondie it is. I'll just go get your envelope and put another one in there and slap another 17 cents on it. Oh, boy. I can do that. Mm. It looks like a Christmas decoration. I'm so proud of my handiwork when I do this. Yeah, hopefully I'll get them by Christmas next year, this year coming. Yeah, but no, I mean, really, it looks like a Christmas tree. I've got um, a $1 stamp. I've got some $0.10 cent stamps, $0.02, cents, $0.03, cents, $0.05, cents, $0.17. Cents. I mean, they're just all different colors. It's really neat. Yeah, I'm just I'm just confused of where the heck they are. Well, they'll, eventually they'll get there. But it didn't have to wait any longer. So I will pop these in. And um, you should get this before the end of the week. Before we talk next week, you will have them. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, too. Your poor, your poor ears are still waiting and waiting and waiting. Just, you know, you said, the, I think the, you said the gentleman in Hawaii got his. Uh-huh. I think. California, Ralph got his. Ralph and, well, I must say, though, Ralph and Dennis and them, those, I never met them, of course, but they sound like great people. Yeah. No, I enjoy I enjoy oh, I mean, all the regulars I call in every week, like Ralph and Dennis, and yeah. I think the gentleman from Hawaii. And there's another one I forget. Huh? And, well, Dennis, this was the first time for Dennis. Dennis is oh, all hey. Uh, hey, I know the answer then. 
The mail moved faster to the west than it died to the north. Oh, my gosh. You know, somebody, I don't know who the congressman was who said we didn't want to put too many people on that island because it might tip over. (laughs) (laughs) This is no joke. This is no joke. Do you remember, Charles, which island he was talking about? No. Oh, gosh. Now I'll have to go. And this was only within maybe the last six months, six or eight months that this happened. He said, you don't want to put too many people. I guess it it comes from Florida up to here comes Pony Express. Yeah, well, you know, maybe we have so many people on the California side that Earth kind of tipped in that direction and all the mail spilled over there. So I, I think you could be right. Okay, I will get Blondie in your envelope. You will have something to listen to before the end of this week. I swear before the end of the week you will have something to listen to. And um, I hope you get through without too much snow this week. I hope so, too. God. Uh, as long as I keep my mailbox clear and all that I can get to the food, I'm all right. So. Get to the food. The food and the mail. Those are the two most important things. Well, you have the same and, keep, uh, and we'll talk to you. As long as I don't lose electric in that, I'm all right. You, you are cool. Oh. You are cool. Okay, Charles, thank you so much for right. coming. Thank you. Thank Have you. a good night. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. 714. 545-2071. 714-545-2071. That's the hotline to Patricia. That's the hotline to Patricia. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. Well, this is cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I have some themes and stuff. Oh, I was going to tell you what happened last Friday. Yes, you were going to tell us what happened to you last Friday. Yes, I told Walden and a couple of other people what happened last Friday. Last Friday, I had to take my car in for its regular well baby checkup. Mm-hmm. And usually it's, you know, 30 or 45 minutes you go in, they, they, you know, check a whole bunch of stuff, they change the oil, they do a few things, and out the door you go. So I went in, and, oh, dear, you know, by the time he got finished, I kept saying, no, I don't want that, no, I don't want that. But no matter how much I said no, he said it was going to take about half an hour and a half. <sighs> okay, so I went out and I found a book in the car. I always carry a book somewhere. So in case I get stuck with something like this, I have something to read. And I'm, I'm in the waiting area, which is very nice. And I happen to look out the window. Well, it was at least 20 minutes later. And my car is still sitting there. Now, they have people who check the cars in. And after you get your work order signed, they drive the car around to the service area. My car is still sitting there in the, in the, the lane. It turned out that the person who checked me in didn't know how to drive a standard shift car. So my car was still sitting there. Everybody else's was gone, but my car was still sitting there. Now, I thought it would really be an interesting (laughs) or a very wise thing that if you're going to hire somebody to drive customers' cars, that you make sure the person can drive the customers' cars. I was just astounded, absolutely astounded, that I wound up with a person who could not drive a standard shift car. That's amazing. It is. It is. It is. And you know... That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Did you have for a discount? I didn't. Uh, Well, he came out and said my battery needed replacing, and I thought, wait a minute. 
And he said, yes, and it's going to cost X number of dollars. I said, I don't want a battery. Well, you know, it's down to this. I said, well, okay. I said, I just bought this here not very long ago. Oh, really? So they paid for half of that. Good. <laughs> That's the best bargaining I could do. <laughs> I should have just said no, and I was foolish enough not to ask for the old battery to be put in the trunk. So I... Yeah. I mean, these people are very nice. They have taken excellent care of me and my car. But this this time through, it just kind of unnerved me a little bit that somebody didn't know how to, who worked in the place where I bought the car, didn't know how to drive the car. Mm -hmm. It just, oh my goodness. So if anybody has a car story um, that would make me feel better about this one, I would feel bad because your experience would be pretty awful. Well, you could have volunteered and said, if, if you do my car for free, I'll drive it over there for you. Or, if you do my car for free, I'll read my book outside, and anybody who drives up with a standard shift car, I'll take care of it. <laughs> now, that's a deal. Well, that's, I need you as my manager. I know. I know. I, I know we can be a good team here. 714. Five four five two zero seven. You're looking for a writer who writes sparkling dialogue. <laughs> you give me a call and I will negotiate a good deal. <laughs> you know. This is good. She 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 writes terrifically, and I hold out for the big bucks for her for her writing talent. So That's give me a call. All of my potential clients. Give me a call. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. Boy, what you, know? a, you are brutal. What a manager you would be. You know, you know uh, won't negotiate by the word. There are a lot of places that pay by the word. Yeah. Uh, and it's post-editing. So there's, there is no, no fussing around saying, well, I'll stuff in a couple of hundred extra words because the editor is going to take them out. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be paid for the words that are left, not the ones that you turned in. So, okay, well, I've got some stuff here. What do you got? What do you got? We've got, the, we've got a theme. We didn't even get to our theme yet. Oh, man. We've this been was your suggestion for this week. What did you suggest? Do you remember? Squeezing? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm just thinking. Squeezing? Did we, well, we talked about school stuff last week, I think. That was last week. Mm-hmm. Think squirrel. Did we talk about squirrel? Oh, think that people collect? Oh, you said, what about asking people to tell about the times they laughed, the, the times they oh, laughed? Oh, yes. You laughed so hard, right. you couldn't breathe, yes. and, and boy, does that happen sometimes. Oh, yes. Walden and I can tell you our recent experience. Yes. Thank you, Fred. Yes. Would you like to tell about the recent experience? Well, it was a classic. I think the hardest I ever laughed on air. Um, <laughs> I know it was the hardest I laughed on air. And I, I definitely, trouble breathing. <laughs> I definitely lost that. There's just no doubt about it. Well, our buddy, friend from, Fred from Vermont. You know, you should call Fred. Just see how this world's doing, by the way. You know, we want to know. Anyway. <laughs> Tell us where it was adopted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, We're going to this all over again. <laughs> 
Fred called in about his first Christmas present that he gave his mom. And he had this wonderful build-up. Very sentimental. And, you know, I got a big heart. And I was falling for this. And, you know, Patricia was so good about reading, reading through and talking about the squirrel. He, he saved this money, bought the squirrel, I guess, from Sears. And one of the acorn or nut-cracking squirrels that you could put the nut in and, I guess, move the tail and crack the nut for you. And, <laughs> and he gave it to his mom. And, and he talked about it and he, and he, uh, and then, uh, I'm trying to remember how they came up. I, I asked him what happened to the squirrel. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it was really nice. It was such a wonderful present. Mm-hmm. It was the first one that he paid mm-hmm. for with all of his own money out of his allowance and, and what he had earned. And, you know, I said, was it was it really great? And he said, well, boy, my mom sure thought it was great. <clears throat> Excuse me. I said, well, what happened to it? <laughs> he said, oh, I sold it on eBay. Yes. And he sold it for a profit. <laughs> he sold it for, and I lost it. I completely lost it. I know Patricia lost it. And we couldn't keep it together. I think even after Fred, we let Fred go, we still couldn't it get it going. together. I mean, Fred, you sold your sentiment on, on eBay. eBay. You put a dollar value on sentiment. Yeah. And we just lost it. We could not stop mm-hmm. laughing. There was nothing. It, it, the, it was not dead air. I mean, it wasn't blank air. All we did was laugh. <laughs> this was good. It was good. So that's, that's the hardest I think I've laughed on air. Yes. Uh, it had to be. Oh yeah. I mean, I can't imagine anything. Oh yeah. Anything worse than that. But so anyway, call us and let us know. Even if you don't remember what made you laugh, tell us about laughing so hard you couldn't stop. And if you remember what triggered the laughing, that would be great. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. I'll tell so you. I have a couple of questions too. I'll tell you the. The, the hardest my second mom, Kitty Cowan, the famous big band singer, how hard she laughed on the air. Uh-huh. She was singing for Harry James during the war in 1944 40, uh, 44 to 46 down in San Diego. And in those days, you would get a lot of servicemen take their dates out and it would be crammed wall to wall. Uh, I know Harry, uh, Artie Shaw talked about some place you might have up to 9,000 dancers up there on the dance floor. And so can you, Harry is getting close to broadcast time because, you know, generally they do, Patrice, they would have the band remotes live from the hotel or the dance hall. And some bands would be broadcasting separately three nights, you know, three times a night. And so here was... In San Diego, Harry James had the orchestra. Harry James, the number one orchestra leader at the time when Glenn Miller went off to the service. And Kitty with the band singer. And getting down the countdown, go on the air, and then they heard and saw this, this lady says, Where my teeth? Where my teeth? She lost her partial and was trying to look on the floor for her teeth. And it was showtime and the whole orchestra started to crack up. 
in the broadcast. And so the black section could never get off. <laughs> Harry James could never get it together. All you heard through the 15 minutes was the rhythm section. <laughs> and Kitty got up to sing a song, and she lost it. And when she, when Kitty laughs really hard, she <clears throat> wets her pants. And poor thing, you know. And of course, when they saw when the orchestra saw that, they lost it. <laughs> and that was. And Kitty said, "You could ever find that band remote, you would know it's gonna be nothing but the rhythm section and the orchestra laughing. You know what happened that broadcast. So that's." Funny. Yeah. And which which radio broadcast was this? It'd be the Harry Jane broadcast from San Diego. Okay. Do you have any idea about what the date would be? Mm, between forty four and forty six. Oh, that's a big. Yeah. yeah. So big easy thing to look for San Diego Harry James. Okay. Um, I have come across, and I probably should have sent a note to you to let you know. I've come across a couple of big band. Uh, collections, uh-huh. and one of them was even an Ozzy Nelson collection. Oh. So uh, I I should have let you know about that, right? Uh-huh. Now I have to backtrack and find out where I found it. Yep, you gotta have to find all those band remotes for it, Patricia. Do you like the band remotes? I think they're great to have. You know me, I I love I love old radio, especially when you sort of figure what it used to be like. I have a whole mess of big band remotes. Oh, good. And I don't even like big, well, I say I don't like it. I mean, it's not, not my favorite kind of music. I know. And it's not my favorite. But, um. When Patricia grows up, her little ears will get used to it. You think? I know it. Because I you, don't think so. You've got such good taste. I don't think so. Yeah, well. You do. You know, I you, like food a lot. You're right. You do I have, have excellent good taste. good taste. Yeah. But I know I have some big band remotes. Good. Went to them. I, I know I know you don't like the the hard jazz. I'm not a jazz person. Yeah. No, that it I and I, it will never be. I mean, it's not a matter of just sitting down and trying to understand it. My brain just has no. an anxiety attack when right. I hear jazz. I, I think I think you appreciate more of the uh, non-jazzy sound. Yeah. 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 Something with organization. Mm-hmm. You know, true jazz is. Um, all improv. Correct. Which I I, 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 I agree with you about that. I have, uh, I don't, uh, the bebop in the West Coast, yeah, it doesn't do that for me. I appreciate structure it, yeah, in I my music. Yeah, I need some organization. Mm-hmm. I need to pick up a common thread. You need to hear, you need to hear it, you need to, you need to find the melody. That's it. Yeah. That's it exactly. Yeah. Thank you. See, you understand me. I know I do. You can, you can be my agent, we'll my be, manager. I like manager better. You we'll can be, be my to, manager. We'll be together till the end of time. <laughs> till the the end. stuck with us. This is good. Who's saying till the end of time? Anybody out oh there right now? Oh, my goodness. Till the end of time. Great song. Yes, it is. Great song. Also, it became a movie. Oh, gosh. Um... Yeah. Of time. Oh goodness, I can hear it in my head too, uh, and I'm yeah. I'm so bad at at matching names and voices. You are. Pretty, I I am. I thought you're pretty good. Yeah, for the the radio shows are different. I'm reasonably good with the radio shows and voices, mm-hmm. but when it comes to music, I'm a duh. I'm a cipher. 
absolute cipher. I mean, Elvis, I could pick out Elvis, maybe, as long as you put him next to somebody like Dean Martin. No, you, <laughs> I could, no, you could tell Elvis and, uh, and uh, Mario Alonso, maybe. Yeah, right. There you go. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I have, I have some stuff. I have some stuff. So the theme is, and somebody has to call and, and make us feel good about this. Tell us about a time you laughed so hard you couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. We want to know about that. Now, I also want to know, I want to hear from people who can name two cars that are not made any longer. Not models, the, the actual makes of cars. <coughs> Excuse me, like Jack Benny's, oh, goodness gracious, I'm sounding squeaky here. Like Jack Benny's Maxwell. Squeak, squeak. Yeah, I know. Squeak, squeak. Gosh, uh, I'm getting my duck voice back. Hold on just a minute. Okay, let Patricia take a little bit of a break here. Why don't we we put on a little song while we wait for Patricia to be right back with us, everybody, here on Yesterday USA. I hear music when I look at you A beautiful theme of every dream I ever knew Down deep in my heart I hear it play I feel it start 